What is up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Wexpeel Podcast, Barbells, Beats, and Buffoonery. I am your host, Wex, and we're releasing this on Veterans Day, and I wanted to wish all the veterans out there a very special Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. Thank you for all that you did for us or doing for us, um, serving our country, and it does not go unnoticed, at least not by me, and uh, I wanted to thank you guys for that. Um this is going to be an awesome episode, and I cannot wait to get to it. But before I do that, I do want to take a moment. Um, being today is Veterans Day, and I went to the gym this morning and did a workout called Chad. It's it's Chad. It's 1,000 box step-ups with a 45-pound uh, weight, either on a, in a ruck or a weight vest in a backpack. Um, I went for the – I had a weight vest on. With a backpack. I'm going to post videos to the page later about it, but um, I wanted to kind of address something that is near and dear to my heart. I've I've had a couple friends, and and just a little less than two weeks ago, I had a friend who passed away, and unfortunately, he didn't have to. And uh, and I know that there's many veterans that are dealing with this. Uh, there are many first responders that are dealing with this. Um, and I just want you to know that if you're listening to this podcast, and if you know me or you don't know me, if you are going through anything, anything at all, that uh, you don't feel like you can handle, just know, and I wish my friend knew, that you have a group of people behind you that will stand next to you, that will let you cry on their shoulder, will listen I, listen, you you may know me or not. If you don't and you're going through something, message me. I read all my messages on on Instagram. And uh, you're not alone. I want you to know that and uh, and know that there is so many people that have your back and that are in your corner. And you may feel like you're alone, but you're not. And uh, so I did this morning's workout with uh, with my friend. Definitely on my mind. Uh, the the work the hero workout Chad is Chad Wilkinson and he lost his life to um, by his own hand PTSD and uh, a lot of things that, that a lot of first responders a lot of uh, of military people are going through and I wish it would end and I, I find it no more fitting than today on Veterans Day to to bring that to the forefront at at this time so. Um, yeah, just a just a very vulnerable moment this morning. The workout was tough, but every time it got tough, I I, I thought of my, my friend Daniel and uh, how I wish we had one more conversation. So if you're going through anything, please reach out. Reach out to me. Reach out to somebody. Reach out to anybody. And I promise it won't go on deaf ears. All that to be said, it's a little a little heavier of an episode, uh, you know, right off the bat. But, um, you know, we got some fun things today. I am so excited about today's episode that I'm going to share with you today. And this has been like eight months in the making. I reached out and we started talking about eight months ago in March, I think, of this year, talking about doing this interview and doing this podcast. And he was like, yeah, I would love to do it. Get with me. And then we would just keep messaging back and forth. It's like, this schedule's too, his schedule's too busy. I'm too busy. Like, we're bouncing back and forth. But I've been trying to get this podcast done for eight months. And finally, it's happened. My guest today 
is the Tony Award winning. That's right, Tony Award. If you don't know what a Tony Award is, it is the basically the Oscars for stage, for Broadway. The Tony Award winning James Monroe Iglehart. He won his Tony as the original genie from Aladdin on Broadway. And uh, he is an absolute character. I had such a good time talking to him. And we we jumped right into it. Like we we got started talking and just went right in and and started cutting up and laughing. We talked about everything from theater to politics to wrestling to Marvel, you name it. We you know, we threw it out there and we had such a blast. I literally could have talked to this man for hours and hours and hours, um, but I didn't want to take up any more of his time. It, it was such a fun interview. He was also, uh, some of the other accolades, and he'll talk about it in, in the podcast, he was also, when I went to go see Hamilton on Broadway, he was uh, Marquis de Lafayette and, Jeff- and Thomas Jefferson. He played that character and was absolutely incredible. And that's where I kind of started to you know learn about him. And then I got on the hashtag Burr's Corner from Instagram. And if you haven't been on there, go on there and look at the behind-the-scenes of when Broadway people mess up. It's hilarious. But he would come on there and he'd do his his uh, Burr's Corner. Absolutely phenomenal. So th- he, he's done voiceover work for so many Disney shows. He's been on Broadway. He was um, Billy Flynn in Chicago. He played on in Guys and Dolls just recently. He's got a new show coming up for the holidays of stories and, and songs that he's he's written and come up with. Just an awesome, awesome guy. And uh, we also talk about his his journey um, over over the time of the pandemic of of him finding out he had diabetes and needing to take control of his life because he wasn't on stage every day he was stuck at home and uh, just a really cool story there so let's just get to it uh, my guest today is James Monroe Iglehart Broadway and voice actor superstar Tony Award winner and let's get to it right after this message. No, he said all good things. I mean, no, that's a uh, lie. You know, other, it's true. other than the normal trash talk that that Nick well, does, yeah. you know. So yeah, but when it when it comes to me, you know, he's he's always so upset about things. So <laughs> I didn't know what I didn't know how we were starting. You know, I was like, okay, let me be nice. I've only met Wex a couple times, so I don't want to. I don't want him to think I'm a bad person. But he did interview Nick, so I don't want you know. No, it's all. I, it's, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's a side thing, like you're on his side or my side. It doesn't matter. We're, listen, but you know, let's start off. Hi, I'm James Moragohart. Nice to meet you. <laughs> hey, I'm. <laughs> I'm Wex. So uh, I, I will I will preface this, and we're gonna you know get into the intro and all that sort of stuff. We're just we're just gonna start off just like this. Yeah, let's go. I'll, I'll do the intro on the on the front side of it on the on the on the back Sounds end. Great. But um, so just in case you do hear you know like screaming and gnashing of teeth in the background. Yeah. Um, normally at this time, uh, my kids would be in school, mm-hmm. but we have this beautiful hurricane that is literally on top of us right now it's uh oh snap okay now it's tropical storm nicole and i I live in central florida uh so it's not it's a rainstorm for us it's 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 nothing too you know too major for us here but it did close down the schools, so now all my kids are home so if you hear screaming i don't i promise there's nobody you know tied up in the closet in the back or anything like that it's just 
you know, with with the way that our country is now and the places to go, if, if you were to have someone tied up in your basement, I'd be like, you know, hey, listen, man, as long as it doesn't infringe on my personal rights, you do what you want, man. As long as it's consensual with the person, right? you do what you want. And even if it's not consensual, if they voted the wrong way and they ended up in your basement, <laughs> that's what has to happen. Listen. There's nothing you can do about that. At this point, I'm like, look, man, live and let live. <laughs> I had to I had to get off social media. I had to awesome. like yeah. the, the past three days. I'm like, I can't, yeah. I like the only, the funny thing is I, I got, um, I'm on social media and yeah. the only, the only thing I, this is going to sound terrible because I did vote. Mm -hmm. Uh, but the only I race saw, I commented, I, thank you. Thank you. The only, the only race I really cared about had nothing to do with my state had nothing to do with my state. The only race, uh, I, I was, I was, I was, uh, really, you know, interested in was Herschel Walker. Yeah, I, I just didn't want him to win because uh, has, I have never. Has he? Like I know. Uh, as as of right now, it's going to come down to a uh, runoff in December, December sixth okay. again. Um, and the only reason why I bother me is because I've never seen a person on television that so made me feel like my like my um when I was a kid, I used to listen to '90s rap music. Yeah, and uh, you know, there when was you were always a kid, some... you still, yeah, you still yeah, listen. Was, I still listen. To it. There was always, there was always some there was always some older black person at church mm -hmm. that would see what I was listening to and be like, "That's making black people look bad," and I'd have to argue. And now this is the first watching Herschel Walker is the first time where I feel like that old person are going, "This dude's making black people look bad," and but, so and I want like, he can't win. Please, here's, here's the problem. I wanted him to be good, and let me let me let me explain why. So I grew up. I love football, trading you know yeah. the the football cards and all that sort of stuff. Yes. Um, my father trained thoroughbred racehorses, so he trained thoroughbred racehorses for some pretty big people. So yeah. he was the manager of the farm here in Ocala. Uh, it was called Kingsman Stud at the time. The mm -hmm. owner of the farm was George Steinbrenner. Okay. I have pictures of me as four years old sitting on George Steinbrenner's lap, hanging out. Wow. The dude was okay. like, say what you want to about business. or I don't even know anything about that kind of stuff. But I'm like, the dude was awesome to me as a four-year-old. Yeah, he's okay, amazing. Of course. Um, but he went, my, my dad went on to um, manage horses for um, the owner of the, I think the Minnesota Vikings at the time. And Herschel Walker was on the Minnesota Vikings. So okay. got me a card with with his signature and all this sort of stuff. I was like, oh yeah, I like Herschel Walker. Yeah. And then all this stuff came up, and I'm like, oh, I wonder I, if I, it, I wonder what... if it's CTE. Can, <laughs> can we just blame it on CTE? <laughs> no, that's the problem. It'd be different. Like CTE would at least like it, it would appear that there would be you know something wrong or something. This brother's just talking. He seems like the kind of kid in high school who knew there was a book report. <laughs> never even opened up the inside page of the book to see what it was about to fake it. He just looked at the title and it said, Miss Saigon. All right, I'm gonna talk about Miss Saigon. <laughs> Miss Saigon is the lady that bothered me because, you know, first of all, she wasn't married because she was a miss. You know, it was stuff like that. Like when he speaks, I, I, I wonder, I'm like, are the women drunk? All the women drunk that he slept with? Because there's no way. This brother has any game whatsoever. To be a politician, you must have game. Oh, you must man. be able to sell yourself. I mean, it, the, with the exception of the muscles and what he did on the um, on the field, I was like, please do not put this person in a place where he could talk to more people. I'm hoping after this is over, 
BET and the rest of the black people put him in whatever black pit they put those brothers in that like misrepresent us. This this, this reminds me of Chappelle's uh, race draft. Yeah, literally, <laughs> he needs to be drafted to someone else. We do, this you know hey we don't this, we don't need this you know when you look at a team you're like ah he's not working out <laughs> we gotta cut him we gotta cut Herschel's him not work because also you have to think about it if if you look at black people as a team if you look at black people as a team yeah and we all have our places on the team there's our quarterbacks there's our musicians there's our politicians there's our theater people everybody's doing their job and when they don't do their job you cut them from the team and you get a new one yes <laughs> once he stops playing football you know you can still be you can still come to the parties but once he you know you can still come to the alumni you know of the black american team yeah but once he jumped into politics oh no you must be cut from the team completely they need to trade him and you know there's the white team have some people they'd rather trade oh you know on. they do. there's, there's oh, a couple absolutely that they, that they I mean, in all in all honesty, about I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot I'm gonna shoot for a low number and say seventy percent of the politicians right now just need to be cut. I I feel I you I feel bad I feel bad because I I think the the, here's the problem with it for me uh, when I look at the when I look at the uh, the white American politicians I laugh at them that seventy percent you're talking about because they know they're lying. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's my problem. My problem is you can see it on their faces that they're lying. Yes. And you go, you know, you don't believe that. And you know, you don't believe that when you're at home, (laughs) when you're with your significant other, when you're with your cousin, when you're with your tight knit group, you know, all of us boys have that one tight knit group where you tell the truth that 70% of politicians who are lying, you know, you don't believe that (laughs) my problem with Herschel Walker is this dumbass believes what he says. And that's why he needs to be traded. We didn't need to start this whole thing like that. But I mean, it'd be different if I could see in his eyes that he knew he was lying. Yeah. This dude thinks he really thinks he's a cop. (laughs) He really. Oh, my God. And I was like, you know, when I was in school, the last time I impersonated somebody, I was in junior high. No, I was in elementary school and I wore a Michael Jackson glove to school. This fool brought out a. the badge on TV and you could, and even when it hit the light, it was plastic. And I was like, ah, <laughs> ah, ah no, at what? least get a metal one. Come one, on. One of these things does not look like the other. Come really? This, this, yeah. But uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Wes. Sorry. No, I'm taking over your show. Too. No, I love this. I love it. I, I just, <laughs> and that's what this show is about is barbells, beats and buffoonery. So we are, we, <laughs> we are all in. Um, we are all in right we're now. All we're in. all, all we're, in. We're, gonna all talk, in right now. we're actually going to talk on all those things uh, with you. Sure. Because I've got some awesome. So I, I think I told I don't I think I told you this that I've only been to Broadway one time. And no, that, and, no, you never said that. No. Yes. So that one time I was on I was at Broadway. Um, I surprised my wife with tickets to Hamilton. Nice. And. So I'm going to tell a story on her. She never listens to the podcast. so she... <laughs> <laughs> Well played, well played. My luck, because she knows you're on, she will listen to this one, and I'm going to be in Ah, okay. But, um, but I've told this story before that she, um, you know, so I, I love to surprise my wife with, you know, with things. So one year I surprised her for our anniversary. She had never been off the continent. Um, she never, you know, never been, you know, yeah, off the continent. You know, yeah. not Hawaii, not Alaska, any of that. 
So I bought tickets and surprised her with tickets to go to the Virgin Islands, um, St. Thomas. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, man, I'm going to get her. Okay. So I'm like, pack a bag. She's like, okay. I'm like, we're getting on a plane in Orlando. I'm not going to show you the tickets. I'm not telling you where we're going. Just know yes. that you're going to need a bathing suit, tropical you know, type climate, things like that. She's like, okay. So we get on the plane. My buddy bumps us up from f- to first class. He works he works for one of the airlines. Bumps well up played. bumps up to first class. Now, only for the first trip, which was Orlando to Miami, which that's like that's like taking the subway just Yeah, it's like a, it's like it's like 15 minutes. <laughs> like 15 minutes. We literally got up, we we flew up, took a a, a mimosa, basically <laughs> shot a mimosa and came back down. <laughs> well played. Well played. But, nice. First, but you know, uh, first, first class. class. We got you to, we, to first, you didn't say how long. You just yeah. promised to first class. We got to recline the seats all the way out and then immediately put them back up. Yes. <laughs> so we land in Miami. She still has no idea where we're going. And um, I'm like, hey, you go over to Starbucks, get yourself a coffee. I'm going to, because the way I had it set up, I had to get my tickets at each gate. So I yep. went to the gate, got the tickets, and um, I walked back over to her and I got my camera out, right? I got my phone. Turn my phone on. And I'm like, I'm going to surprise her with tickets and I want to see her reaction. And I hand her the tickets, and she looks at it, and she goes, oh, cool. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Like, but, but we're going out of the country, we're baby. Going, like, we're going off the mainland. We're going right, to a, right. a, a tropical we're, island we're with, yeah. you know, margaritas and, you know. It's like, this, this, it's like, the, like the commercials, baby. Yeah. We're going. You know, the crystal clear blue water, all that. And she was like, right. oh, cool. And uh, let me just put it i mean she loved the trip she course, wants to yes. go back i mean she was she was floored by the trip but she's not a very reactionary person so i bought tickets for hamilton i knew we were going up there from my my best friend got married he did a destination wedding um we got married he got married in in central park um nice. right under the br- that bridge that famous yeah, bridge. I know, I know about- yeah, yeah uh so he got they got married there but i'm like while we're there like I want to, I want to go, you know, take my wife to go see Hamilton because we love the show, absolutely love the show. And um, so leading up to it, I'm like, hey, I got your birthday present. She's like, what's this bill on the credit card? I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Why is it so much money? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about don't, it. Don't worry about it. Um, I'm like, we're going to, we're going, you know, we're going somewhere. It's for your birthday. So as we got closer, I'm like, do you want me to tell you what it is? She's like, yes. And I remember distinctly, we're like sitting, like we had our, we we're out back at the in the pool, hanging out. And I'm like, you want me to tell you what it is? She's like, yes. I go, we're going on Broadway to see Hamilton. And I wish I had my camera. <laughs> Screaming, hugging, like almost crying. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we're going. And I'm like. You're like, I, I took you to an island I took and you, to you said, island. cool. I take you to a, da- a couple hours away to watch people rap and you you real hey bro i i, I overstand yeah I've been, married, I've been married 20 years and i never know what she's going to i have a feeling of what she what dawn is going to get excited about and then other times i don't i'm just yeah. glad that she's as long as she's not mad i'm fine absolutely but, but, but all that so but all that to say all that to wrap around we went and saw hamilton on broadway and you were our lafayette and jefferson Wow. Okay. So well, thank you. that's what kind of started like me kind of following you in, in your career and the yes. things that you're doing. And then of course, um, I really got to know you based off of Burr's corner. <laughs> Understandable. Yes. It's uh, it, it is, it is, uh, 
something that we absolutely love in our house. Like we go through and we watch it and like, we'll, we'll listen and, and watch them all. And, um, you know, my kids, my kids all love Hamilton. I've, we've, I've got four kids, um, 13, nine, five, and two and work. Uh, yeah. Work, work, work <laughs> all the time. And, um, but my, my 13 year old, my nine year old loved it, you know, loved the show, loved it when it came out on Disney, you know, so they could yeah. actually watch it and put faces to it. Of course. Um, but really for me, Hamilton was the very first, like I had listened to some musicals here and there, but I wasn't really like deep invested in musicals. And Hamilton was the first one that I listened to. And I was like immediately just attached. I was like, wow, this is incredible. And this is before it came out on Disney Plus, before I saw it, you know, on Broadway. And I was listening, I was listening to the soundtrack on Spotify, literally on repeat hundreds of times. Wow. Um, and me and a buddy of mine, we would go back and forth and we'd be like, yeah, I was listening to this. I was, you know, watching this and, and just kind of going through the whole, the whole Hamilton journey. Yeah. So how, so basically to you, how did, how did that journey go for you? The, obviously you were on the stage playing the part, but how did you yeah. get introduced and, and, and your attachment to it? Um, well, I've had a kind of a long history with Hamilton, actually. Um, I'm mostly known for playing the genie in Disney's Aladdin. Yes. Uh, We're going to get to that one, too. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> but the funny part is I, I originally, I'm a part of a group called Freestyle Love Supreme, yep. which um, has the original members of um, the original cast of Hamilton in it. Lin-Manuel Miranda, Chris Jackson, David Diggs, Tommy Kale, who directed the show, is also our director. Yeah. Um, so to be a part of that, what was happening was Lynn came to us and we were, he was doing In the Heights and um, he let us know that he found this book uh, about Alexander Hamilton. And he was going to make this mixtape and we were like, cool, that sounds great. So we all knew that he was working on it. Yeah. And then he was doing this thing at Lincoln Center and they had asked him to do uh, the All-American Songbook and they wanted him to do In the Heights. And he said, hey, can I do this new musical I have? So half the, but it wasn't done. He only had like maybe six or seven songs written. So half the show was this, were the songs that were his inspirations in his life uh, through hip hop that also helped inspire Hamilton. Yeah. And then the second half of the show was, you know, these songs from Hamilton. And he asked a couple of us, um, me, Utkarsh Imbakar, who is UTK, or mm -hmm. most people would know him from the hit show, CBS show Ghosts. Yep, he's on Ghosts. Uh, Mandy, Mandy Gonzalez, Chris Jackson, um, John Rua. Um, let's see who else was there. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna shoot me for not knowing everybody. <laughs> uh, There's a, a shockwave. Our beatboxer was there. Bill Sherman was there. Yeah. Uh, Alex Lackamore was there. So we were all you know there, and he asked me to play Mulligan. He said, Mulligan is kind of like this Buster Rhymes type character. That's how I see him. And I want you to do this thing with me. I said, yeah, sure. Great. Now, I had just done Aladdin in Seattle as a pilot production. And that night we were there. Our same director for Aladdin, Casey Nicola, was there, too. So we get up, we do our Hamilton thing, and I do my shot with Lynn. There's a video There's a video someplace on YouTube of me and Lynn doing it together. Yeah. And... Um, we were like, cool, that's great, because Lynn hadn't made it a show yet. It was just the mixtape. And after that night, uh, that same night, the Disney people came up to me and said, hey, you're going to get a call from Disney in a couple of days, just letting you know. So I was like, cool. And sure enough, I get a call from Casey telling me that um, Aladdin may get a green light after we do this little demo. So I was doing both Aladdin and Hamilton at the same time, ah. you know, just this new thing, until, you know, I had to make the decision of which one to go to, you know. Yeah. So and of course the rest of history over that. So 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 what what made that decision for you? 
Like as far as going, because um, I, I, I I had thought Aladdin was actually out a lot uh, before that. It was, it was. So what happened was while Aladdin had been has been was in development before Hamilton was. Mm-hmm. So Tommy Kale, the director, came to me and he said, "Hey, we're doing this um, new workshop, and we want you to be a part of it." And he was like, "But I understand that you're doing stuff with Aladdin. You know, what do you want to do?" And I said, "Well." I literally just came back from Seattle. Uh, Aladdin is about to pick up again. Honestly, I think the part is great, but I think I'm going to stick with this Aladdin thing because in one show, I am the star. Yeah. <laughs> and the other show, I'm a co-star. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to try this. Now, no one knew what Hamilton was going to be. Sure. No one knew. No one. Knew. But also, to this day, even if I knew, I think I made the best decision because... With, you know, I was I was a part of Priest of Supreme. We've all had our own successes, but Aladdin was, you know, my own success in my own way. And still, you know, because of this wonderful journey, I was able to come back to the Hamilton family later on after, you know, having much success with Aladdin. Yeah. So I remember distinctly uh, Disney calling me and then like a couple of days later, Tommy calling me and me telling Tommy, I'm going to go with this Aladdin thing. He said, I totally respect your decision. I think that's a good decision for you. Do that. And I went off and went on the Aladdin journey and distinctly remember during my contracts asking for the day off for when Hamilton opened because I knew I wanted to be there and (laughs) I I was able to go. That's awesome. That's awesome. I was I was there at the opening for Hamilton to support to support my friends, and uh, then three years later, I get another call from Tommy. He's like, "Hey, you know, Diggs is leaving. Do you want to, you know, come into the Ham Fam?" And I was like, "Sure." And what's funny is we'd all seen each other. We still did Freestyle Love Supreme shows yeah. together, so we were all we were all in the same circles. And 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 the funny thing about Hamilton is it is it has opened me up to so many other things. So Freestyle Love Supreme, I love the the um the documentary that went out. Yeah. Uh, we are with, with them. I wanted to get up there to, to see a show, but I, the, it, well, they're in hard. Vegas now. They're, they're in Vegas now. So yeah. they'll be in Vegas for a little while. So go to Vegas. You never know who you might see. Exactly. But but then I started following everybody. So, yeah. you know, with with the original Hamilton cast, obviously, David um, followed him with everything he's doing with clipping, um, which, yeah. man. The dude, ridiculous. The dude is ridiculous. One of the best rappers I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, trust it, me. In he's... fact, I did an episode uh, where we where we made a mixtape. Like we made a like a. Um, I did an episode with a buddy of mine who is big into hip hop, and he made. I'm like, you take your five best, I take my five best, and we're gonna do like basically a mixtape battle. And nice. David was one of the ones I picked. I'm yeah, like, because nice. of course, the guy's just insane. Um, yeah. Also, that's the wonderful thing about Lynn. Lynn writes your style. Yeah. Like he he learns you as a, not just as a friend and also as a performer and writes your style. So when he wrote, you know, um, Lafayette Jefferson, he wrote it for Diggs, and which was funny because when they asked me to play it, I was like, "Yo, I don't rap like Diggs. That's not my style." Yeah. And Tommy was like, "I know, but we want you to bring your style to this." And he goes, "We know you can rap as fast as he can. We mm-hmm. know that, but you know, we want you to bring your thing." And, and I didn't do. I said at first, I said no, and it was Diggs who called me, and we had a conversation. He's like. You know, Diggs, he was like, yo, man, I think, you know, you can really bring <laughs> your style to this. You know, they don't want me. They, that's why they called you, because you're so different from me. And I was like, cool, thank you, bro. It means a lot. So that's that's what happened. Which, actually, I think. Uh, ah, oh, yes. There he is right there. The pop, oh, yes. <laughs> I called, when I first saw the pop, when I saw his and Chris, I called. I was like, you guys are official pops. It's amazing. Uh, actually, back here, I've got, I've got uh, Jefferson, Lafayette, Burr, uh, two Hamiltons, and a King George. Work, work. I got to nice. I'm, I'm trying to build up the the whole collection. So of course, got it, got to get them. But so was it easier for you 
knowing Diggs? Yes. Walking into that role, or was it uh, still? Yeah, yes and no. It was it was uh, easier because I knew he wasn't going to feel a certain kind of way about it. Mm -hmm. It was hard because he's my friend, and yeah. I didn't want to you know mess up something that he had you know you know, <laughs> with Broadway like when you create a role, it's it's one thing. Um, and you, the last thing you want to do is to, you know, mess up somebody's creation. And he, he put such a stamp on this role. He won a Tony for it. Yeah. And, and my, my Tony comes from me, you know, being genie, which is totally different style. You know, it's, it's a comedy, it's big, it's brass, it's crazy. And, you know, they have to bring it down to this and not down in a bad way, but like, yeah. you know, kind of morph it into like this thing. But I remember the, you know, out of everything that happened, Diggs came to see the show. And I was like, okay, so you can be honest. He was like, actually, man, I really, he said, I didn't know if I was going to really enjoy seeing it because I've been a part of it so long, but seeing you do it, it was so different. I really got just to enjoy the show. And I was like, thank you, thank you. So he was like, nah, man, you did you did your thing. He goes, I, he goes, I tell everybody James is dope. And I was like, once I got <laughs> Diggs' approval, I felt I was okay. I was yeah. Okay. I, he's, and he's, he's just such a personality too. Yeah. Like everything I see him on. Sweetest guy. It's just the nicest person, but also just one of the most laid back. I mean, we're both from the Bay Area. Yeah. And my Bay Area is MC Hammer. I'm very hype. I'm very up and out. He is very chill. He's he's definitely yay area on, on that side, you know. And I love that about him. There's a, we're the two sides of, of the Bay. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so moving into that, you know, moving into that Hamilton role, um, and, and that's interesting that you say that about, you know, not wanting to go in behind somebody and, you know, kind of be compared to the person who made the, made the character, yeah. because even sitting and watching the show, I had to tell myself, I'm like, okay, this is going to be different yeah. and, and I need to be okay with it. Um, yeah. you know, I need to be okay with knowing that some, some things are going to not, you know, some riffs aren't going to be the same riffs. Because you know exactly. it's not, you know it's not Chris Jackson. It's not Leslie nope. Odom. You know it's not no. those guys. But still finding myself like these guys did an incredible, amazing job. Um, so I mean, the show was just it, it blew our minds. Um, I actually posted on social media uh, today. Yeah. I was like, here's a hint to I'm, I'm I'm doing an interview today, and here's a hint. And I posted from my seats. Um, you Thank know, just you. The, Thank you. That's it, awesome. it wasn't during the show. You know, no, no, Smart. None, none, none of that. But, I know you're good. You're good. <laughs> just, it took a took a shot before the show, and you know, and posted it up. Of there. course. But um, it just man, such an experience, and and just a, just an amazing time. And everybody, like I said, you know, to be on that stage doing what you what what that show is about. Um, I don't think that anybody takes it lightly. No, we don't. Um, we we know what a privilege it is to do the show. We know what. Um, not a weight, but, you know, we know that the show does have weight to it and not just because of, you know, the what it's known for, but just the reputation. You know, you yeah. want people to come in. They, You know, it's got this reputation of being this amazing thing. And the last thing you want to do is let people down. So we really work hard to not only give them the best show possible, but tell the story in the best way and also give respect to uh, what the writer wrote and what the director and the choreographer put together so that the audience could enjoy what they meant to see. And also, you know, it's Hamilton's story. So yeah. let's let's give him the respect he needs. And also, but the great part is um, Tommy told us to put our own spin on, you know, he never wants anybody to be a cookie cutter moment. Yeah. So for me, um, Diggs is a very tall, lean, sexy guy. 
and he's very smooth with everything he does. And I am a very tall, stocky, you know, I'm attractive, cute guy, you know, <laughs> but also there's a, there, he's a tenor. I'm a, he's, he, he's a baritone, but also I'm a legit baritone when it comes to my speaking voice. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm looking at the character and I told Tommy, I said, I know this is gonna sound crazy, but I kind of see Jefferson as Apollo Creed. And he said, what do you mean? And I was like, well, if you look at the first two Rocky films, Rocky one, he doesn't take Rocky seriously at all. Yeah. And in their first fight, he realizes, oh, God, this boy can hit. So the second fight, he comes in, you know, ready to go. No shucking, no job and just business. Yeah. So my my uh, Jefferson is based kind of like on Apollo Creed, Muhammad Ali. So with a, with a hint of like, you know, 90s swag rappers. So I look at Hamilton like he's Rocky. So my first rap, my, my the first cabinet battle is Rocky one. Second battle is Rocky two, which is funny because actually, if I, I I will argue this to the grave, Jefferson wins cabinet battle two. <laughs> he wins cabinet battle two because here's the thing, Washington and and uh, Washington and Hamilton already come in knowing they're going to not go with Jefferson. Yeah. they're not going to war. So Jefferson, all of his points are absolutely right. Everything he says is right. He wins the battle. If you listen to the cabinet battle again, Hamilton does not rap about the issues. He raps about Jefferson, which is what <laughs> Jefferson did in the first rap battle. So actually, Jefferson wins the second rap. If there had been a third one, then we can talk about who's better. But Jefferson wins the second. But because Hamilton has Washington on his side, yep. which we sing about, <laughs> he wins. So that's just my take. But that's just me. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm I'm with you. I, I, I but that was it. my mo that, that was my motivation. So when we did it, you know, I would always see it as like I won that battle and I got double teamed and it wasn't fair, which leads, you know, you, as an actor, you have to find your reasoning for stuff. Like Diggs had different reasoning, but I, we, we got to all, the fun thing is Tommy would sit down with each new cast and like, find, what's your motivation for this? Why would you do this? And it was really, it really helped us stay grounded so that the, when the audience came in, even though they were expecting something different, mm -hmm. what they saw was a real show with real intentions. And it wasn't just a, oh, look, we're going to do what the other guys did because that's what you paid to see. We're going to show you the story. Yeah. And I think pe once people get past like, oh, my God, that's not Lynn, that's not Diggs, they go, oh, my God, the story. They get so into it because we're telling it like it's our story. Yeah. And I think it took me maybe 15 minutes into the show yeah. to just get over, you know, just kind of get the feelers out yep. there and get mm -hmm. over the initial shock of, okay. This is different what I'm voices. used to listening yeah. to different voices, right. different people. They don't look the same. They, you know, this yep. person's different, you know? So, but once we got 15 minutes in, I was like, this is you, you're in it, in, yeah. in it 100%, just, just hundred percent. in. So it was, it was awesome. So great, great show. Thank you. Thank but you. I mean, I'm, I have you on here. So like, what are you working on now? Cause you are quite possibly the busiest person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> I am uh, currently. We've been working, working on this for eight months. That is true. That's March. very true. That's very true. That's that is very true. That's so true. Uh, I am currently working on my holiday show, uh, which is called uh, Holiday. Uh, so the family holiday playlist at fifty four below. Okay. December eighth uh, and 9th at seven o'clock, and it's a fun. I love. I love the holiday season. Uh, I hate the weather. I hate the weather in the East Coast. I am such a California kid. When you say East Coast, um, it, you mean Northeast Coast. I mean Northeast Coast because if I can, because if I can do Christmas in Florida, I would because yeah. I like sun. Yeah. Um, you know, so and I'm used to California. And I've been here 15. I've been here almost 20 years. I've been here like 16 years, 
which is crazy <laughs> to say that I've been on Broadway that long. That's awesome. Um, but I, I love the season and I wanted to do something fun because every year my wife and I, we have all these songs that we, that we play. And from my childhood, my mom is a singer. So I have all these songs. And so I said, I, I wrote this story that goes through the family holiday playlist. Like what were the songs I listened to and why? And, you know, and it's cabaret, but it's funny. I have a whole tirade about um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, how I, how I love the song but the Rankin and Bass cartoon, uh, I watch it every year and don't understand why I do that to myself because I get pissed off every year. I'm not going to explain why. You got to come see the show and I'll, I'll, I'll got to come see the show and I'll explain. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm working on. And in January, I start rehearsals for Disney's Hercules, which I'm oh. really looking forward to. So it'll be. Uh, so my... wait, so hold on. Disney's Hercules. So yes. which Disney's Hercules? So like the uh, live action movie? No, I'm with the, the musical. The musical. Okay, because yes. there's also talks about... I know, about, there's two, right? Yeah, there's also no, talks this, about the movie coming out, too. Yeah, no, this is this is based on the cartoon, uh, okay. which is like like Aladdin was. Yeah. And I think I think the movie is, too, but I have no... We're not connected with that. We're, you know, Disney... I've worked for Disney long enough to know that Disney's such a big conglomerate of different pieces of the pie. Like, they don't know what we're doing. We don't know what they're doing, yeah. and they'll figure it out. And uh, but yeah, we're doing that at Paper Mill Playhouse, and okay. I think we we open in March and go till a little bit early April. And I play Phil, so I have done the role before, and I've been doing it in all the readings, so it should be extremely uh, fun. I cannot wait for folks to see it. That's awesome. And uh, I, I'm I'm looking forward to folks just really enjoying what we're putting together. Trust me, I know everybody's worried about uh, the muses. Don't. We got some ladies that can sing. They faces off, and no you are going no to lose. Well, your mind when I you mean, see it. I mean, you just finished a, a run with Philip Sue. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, mean, I got I got folks. I got, got folks. <laughs> you know, I got peoples. <laughs> I, I like I see I see shows pop up that you, that you're doing and I'm just like this is just it's just unfair. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I, I, I was I I'm I'm very blessed and very lucky to be in the right place at the right time for certain things. Yeah. And um cuz you had your I run tried- in Chicago. Yes, I had a wonderful time playing, uh, you know, Billy Flynn, which yep. I never thought I would ever get to play. And that was so much fun. And then uh, my one of my dream roles was uh, Nathan Detroit. And I got to play that just this past couple months. That's awesome. So and, you know, to play opposite Jesse Mueller playing, you know, Adelaide was great. And also Philippa Sue and her husband, Stephen uh, Pasquale, and also Kevin Chamberlain as uh, Nicely Nicely. I mean, we had some some folks. It was yeah. it was really, really fun. Yeah. And, and so and you I, I was listening to a podcast uh, with you beforehand um talking about how you kind of got into theater and it was originally you you wanted to be a wrestler yes yes oh gosh yes oh gosh i still um i still kick it with the wwe and aew folks i i know a a few of them and i love it and i i've loved it since i was 10 and i wanted to be a wrestler i thought that was it i I remember where I, i was 16 and i was watching raw in my house in hayward and one of the hayward schools commercials came up and I went to the school and everything and uh, my father made a I think I'm gonna be the story you heard my father uh, came to me and said please he made a deal with me he said look wrestling is hard this is before the contracts this day we're still doing handshakes and my dad said please yeah. go to school if you go to school and after school if you still want to be a wrestler I will support you but right now I need you because if you get hurt there's nothing you can do so I yep. need you to go to school 
And I made the right decision. You know, I made the right decision. Yeah. I always laugh when the WWE guys or ladies come to the Broadway shows and they go, how do you do that? And I'm like, how do you do that? Because I don't <laughs> understand, you know. You know, you know who I was really impressed with? Um, I just saw flashes of the match, but um, the, I can't remember which brother it is. One of the Paul brothers. Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Yeah. I, was, I was shocked. No, Logan. Logan is I'm good. Like, this is his, this is his second ma- this is his second or third major match. I think it's second because his first one was with the Miz. No, it's his it's his third because he did a tag team with the Miz against the Mysterios. Then yeah. he went then he went against the Miz and then he went against Roman. But to step up to be a headliner with Roman, and, he's good. And some of the he's moves good. he he pulled yeah. off the jumping from the you know jumping from the top and you know that punch and and then yeah. you, you saw the video one he did right where yeah. he's like yes. you're going viral yeah like. So it, the th- the three guys who the three guys who've come in well there's a couple of people who've come in from the outside world who've done really really well in wrestling, and they are Bad Bunny was great, mm-hmm. um, Anel I, the guy who I can't think of his first name uh, the guy who played uh, Green Arrow, um, oh Stephen Amell, Steve, Stephen Amell Stephen yep. Amell was was fabulous because he wrestled Cody Rhodes and also he's he's really really good but also Logan Paul and then of course there was LT Lawrence Taylor back in the day back in the nineties oh, yeah. so there's there's some folks who like. You know, they come from the outside and like, no, they're athletes. They really can do this. Yeah. And, and I, I, I follow Stephen Amell and all the stuff he's doing. Of course, he has the show Heels. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, which he did with CM Punk, which I which I want to watch. And I've just been too busy to watch because yeah, I love same. wrestling. So anything with wrestling, I would try to watch. But I am I am such a professional. People say, are you a WWE fan? I'm like, no, I am a professional wrestling fan. I love professional wrestling so it doesn't matter whether it's wwe aew ring of honor new japan pro wrestling whether it's uh you know it whether it's impact wrestling whether it's uh some you know independent wrestling uh, pwg i love <laughs> professional wrestling and it, it's just it's, it's it's that if there's a hobby besides comic books that is it so it's funny that i i so i i coach my son's t-ball um, and I'm actually like, I'm on the board for the, for the little league and things like that. So yeah. I was actually talking to one of the coaches and he is kind of, he just moved down from Maryland and he's like, yeah, I used to put on wrestling shows all the time. He's like, so I'd have all these people come in and do wrestling and, and you know, like they, you know, we, we put on a show. So we'd go yeah. to a, you know, boys and girls club, we'd set up a ring and we'd put on a legit show yeah. and he's like, I want to do it down here. And I'm, and I'm like, you do I'm like, well. I, you know, I do podcasting, but I'm also a DJ. I do MC work. So, you know, like I've, you know, I've hosted competitions and things like that. I'm like, right. he's like, would you be the MC? I'm like, yes. Yes, I would. Yeah. He's like, he's like, you look like you, you know, you could probably handle yourself a little bit. He's like, would you be down to like throw it, you know, like take a bump, like, like take one or, or, or throw one. And I'm like, absolutely. Hell yeah. like, Let's go. Uh, this is every kid's dream. I'm, yes. I remember. I think it was my sixth or seventh birthday. I got a Hulkamania wrestle wrestling workout kit. Wrestling buddy. Yes. It had it had the headband, <laughs> had the armbands, had the yes. you know the little the the little curl you know little dumbbells you could curl. I'm like, dude, I'm in. So like now I'm apparently like helping him put this thing together. <laughs> he's like, oh you know, my gosh. He's like, if please, you know people, get you know get these people please, here and there. Please here. let me know if you need me to help promote. Oh. I would love to you know <laughs> talk about it. Uh, it'd be great. You know, let it, me know what's going on. It's uh, well, absolutely. I'll let him Heck know. Yeah, let, 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 let me know what's going on. Hey, if you're, if you're ever in Florida and you want to just jump in a ring and you know, <laughs> bro, don't don't tip me. My wife keeps telling me she's like, stop. My wife says she goes, you can't do that money. I mean, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so. One of the things, and you kind of alluded to this a little bit, but I noticed you kind of went through a transformation yourself. 
um, and one of the, obviously it's, you know, barbells, bees and buffoonery. So I talk fitness, I talk all sorts of things, but you kind of went through a, a health transformation. Yes. Um, yes. so t- kind of walk, walk us through that a little bit, you know, kind of how, how um, all that came about. Yeah. I've always, I've always been a big guy, mm-hmm. you know, when I was in high school, um, you know, when you're in high school, you know, you're always thin cause your metabolism is just fast and so yeah. everything happens. And then you get to college and it slows down and you get to college and you stop. You either are that, you either are that working out person or you're not, Yeah. you know, in high school, you dance and do stuff because you have, you have to high school, you know, college, you make the decision. I'm going to class, not the gym. Yep. And that's what happened. I gained a lot of weight, but I was always an athletic guy. I was always dancing. And I, you know, especially with my theater backgrounds, I was always in musicals. So I was always dancing or moving or whatever. So I was big, but I was the big guy that could move. Mm-hmm. And what happened was, um, I would, while I was on Broadway, I was, you know, in Memphis, which I danced a lot. I was in Aladdin, which I danced a lot. And I was doing um, Hamilton and I was running up the stairs. There's tons of stairs in that show and everything was fine. And then I I would go to the doctors every year and they would say, hey, you know, you're you're not diabetic. You're not pre-diabetic, but you know, because of your size, you have to watch out. I was like, yeah, 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 fine. And I got it. And I got diabetes on both sides of my family. But I was like, yeah, but I dance every day. I'm fine. I don't have to worry about a thing. I'll be good. And my brother is like rock hard abs. I mean, he is gym rat number one. Can't, he can cut up for days. Can't gain weight whatsoever. I mean, he looks like Bruce Lee in Enter the Dragon. He's like cut ripped. He's so mad at me. He's like, how come you can gain weight? I'm like, ah, don't know what it is, but hey, whatever. Meanwhile, so meanwhile, you're like, how? How are these how? the same genetics? <laughs> how, how, how does this work? Yeah. For, but for me, I'm like, I enjoyed being, you know, big. I wasn't embarrassed. I actually... Yeah thought it was fun because, you know, when I walked in, I knew that I, I was going to look different. But during the pandemic, um, I went to the doctors and I had sat around for almost a year mm. and with and but didn't change my diet. You know, yeah. I just kept eating the same way. And when you're doing that and you don't have anything to burn it off, both sides of my family finally caught up with me. Gotcha. And um, also, I went to a doctor who <laughs> I went to a doctor who didn't know who I was. And I, I, I will say conceited, uh, self-absorbed me. I was so used to being recognized, Wex. I was yeah. so used to, oh, my God, it's James Eichler from Hamilton and Green. I was so used to that that when I walked into this to this doctor's office and I'll say it, this white man treated me like some fat black dude he had never met before like <laughs> i i forgot what it was like yeah to be a normal black person talking to an arrogant white person i had it had it hadn't happened in so long that i was my my ego hurt i was taken aback because <laughs> the dude it, it wasn't personal it was just a general hi you're a fat black person so i'm gonna talk to you this way and he was like yeah you have diabetes. I'm like, okay, I'm used to doctors saying, and this is what we're gonna do about it. He goes, there's nothing you can do about it. And I was like, damn, that he said those Ouch. words to me. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? I think, like, first of all, I was like, why are you starting a conversation off like that? And, yeah. Don't you know like, who I am? Right, right. And I was like, I was like, well, I was thinking, and he goes, look, look, stop, stop. He literally said that we we're on the phone. And he's like, stop, listen, you just need to grasp the fact that you have diabetes and you have to live with it. You're going to take insulin for the rest of your life. And once you just grasp that, you'll be fine. And to say that I, to say it was a blessing for him that he was on the phone and not in front of me. Yeah. 
I, I was so hot. I didn't know what to do with myself. I was so yeah. mad. So my wife and I, we uh, f- uh, found a different endocrinologist and she said, no, you can fix this. It's going to take work, but Absolutely. you can fix this. Yeah. And do you want to be off insulin? And I said, yes. And she said, okay, you're going to change your diet. You're going to have to work out and you are not, you're going to have to keep doing this. This is, that is your life. Yeah. Your life is you have to watch what you eat and you have to be active or, you know, it will take over. And I said, that's not going to be me. So I went to work. So the funny thing was during the pandemic, I'm working. So by the time the pandemic was over and I came back to work, people were like, where's the rest of you? And I was like, no, 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 I'm fine. People were like, oh my God, James, I, I, I saw it. People were like, James, I got sick. He's dying. And I'm like, I'm not dying. Wardrobe's just, like, what the hell? Right, no, oh, oh, oh. I, call, I called them. They were like, okay, the show's opening. I said, we're going to have to have uh, some costume fittings they're like why why would we do we have like trust me so i went down there and they put they said they put the costume they were like oh my god they had to build me a new costume yeah yo you got because i was you got got david's uh old old old. right because i i was i was i was 295 and i came back in at like 240 and they were like oh wow i was like hi how you doing yeah so i'm about 250 now because you know halloween christmas sure sure uh thanksgiving and it's coming back up. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I had to make, I make, I make light about it, but it really was about, I made a life choice and my family was right there with me. And I said, I, I don't want to, um, I don't want this to control me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we had to, we had to change some things. And uh, don't, trust me, I hate when people say, you know, oh my God, I lost weight and I feel better. No, I hate it. it yeah. Every time I walk down a cookie aisle, I want to burn it to the ground. I get so <laughs> mad especially in the people i get mad at the most are oreos how dare you yep. come out with new some new scientific concoction every freaking month of a new oreo i'd oh like to try but i can't because yeah. because i'm like oreo life life Oreo. ah you're not important yeah. well i so i had to make the decision kind of the same um yeah you know i had always been a little bit heavier but i but i was i was under the the impression that i was fine i was like i no, I'm. I look normal. This is what yeah. I. Look, this is what I look at every day. You know, right. I, I look good. I look fine. And I didn't. I had gotten up to about two eighty. Uh, about two. You know, two eighty. I was pushing. You know, two eighty, two eighty five. Mm-hmm. And um, and I just I started eating different. I'm like, you know what? Let me just eat different. Get healthy. Um, started having kids, and I'm like, I want to be here. I want to be here for my kids. Yes. I want to be around. Yes. And also, my father passed away at uh, at forty. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Right. So he, yeah. he died of cancer at 40. Um, he had some other health issues and things like that, that, that attributed to it. But it was one of the things I, I had to take a good hard look. I was 12 when he passed away. It was like, wow. it was like two Sorry weeks, two weeks before my 13th birthday. Like, oh, yeah. Geez. And so, you know, a huge, you know, there's a huge portion yeah. of my life where my father wasn't there because you right. know, he had passed away. And, um, you know, so I had to take a good hard look and be like, do I want to be here for my kids or am I going to be the same? And, uh, you know, and I started, you know, I got into CrossFit. So I started, you know, hitting the gym. I was like, this freaks me out, this whole CrossFit thing. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I literally was looking like I, I went to the, the gym that I, that I started at and I was looking around the corner, just like, like peeking around the corner. And the coach is like, it's okay. You can come in, like <laughs> come in and, and check this out. But I started like running and doing that sort of thing. Um, now I'm sitting at about 220. Nice, uh, nice. But, but, and this is a journey. So this is this isn't something. No, I understand. I no. did over, you know, you know, over the pandemic. This is like I've been doing yeah. CrossFit for about seven, eight years now. Yeah. But um, 
you know, it was very hard when I turned 40. Um, I'm 42 now. When I turned mm-hmm. 40, I was very um, cognizant of that age because that yeah. was the age that my dad had passed away. And I'm like, yeah, I feel like now I'm, I'm living on borrowed time. Like, like I have this, this, there's this weird change that happened and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm living on borrowed time and I need to make sure that I'm here for my kids for the long haul. And with yeah. my, you know, my kids being as, as little as two, um, like when my dad passed away, my little brother was actually, um, he was two. So he doesn't, wow. he doesn't even remember my dad really. Yeah. Um, you know, so, but there was that, there was that change, you know, of, of having yeah. to, you know, go and, 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 and work and work and work and work and finally lost all this weight. And I remember the moment I realized I was as big as I was, I was going back through these old photos and I would do the, what I would do live band karaoke, me and a buddy of mine, we would drive down to Orlando. I live about an hour and a half North of Orlando. And uh, so we would drive down to Orlando, downtown Orlando every Sunday night to do live band karaoke. And uh, when I say it's like no karaoke you've ever done before, this band is a professional band. Like Mm -hmm. they could go on tour with anybody anywhere, but they were doing this, they were doing the show. And, um, like one night I'm sitting there and I'm over at the bar, me and my buddy, we're getting a drink. And this is the same guy who got married in New York, actually, (laughs) my best friend. I'm sitting by the bar and they call this guy up. They're like, Chris, Chris, get your, you know, no, not, uh, Joey. They're like, Joey, get your ass up here. And, uh, you know, he start. this dude comes up, he's got this hoodie on and he starts singing sweet child of mine. And, uh, and I look at, you know, I look at, at my, my buddy, Jeremy, I'm like, this guy's pretty good. And I look up and he pulls his hoodie down. It's Joey Fatone. And I'm <laughs> right. like, oh. Yo, real, real people. Real people. That actually, yes. and he's at a dive bar in, or- in downtown Orlando doing mm-hmm. live band karaoke. Uh, I saw him there. I saw Chris Kirkpatrick popped in there, you know. So I think they had three fifths of NSYNC um, <laughs> <laughs> at some time. Um, in fact, they had them up there one night and. Uh, I think it was Chris because he's kind of the the one that's a little you know funny with yeah, everything. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. one of the guys that was hosting it was like, "Hey man, you've been here. Joey's been here. Um, um, who else? Oh, he's like, you know, what's what's the chance of us getting a, uh, a an in sync reunion? You know, like getting getting you all here." And he's like, Justin, he would do it. He's just you know he's just so famous. It's it's hard for him to come to a place like this. He's like, JC yeah, would right. do it. He's like, Lance, not really his kind of bar. Right, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh. like, not really his kind of place. <laughs> oh, come on. Which is kind of funny, which is funny. Yeah, but but just really cool. So anyways, they um they had these professional photographers that would come and take these photos. And then, you know, throughout the week, they would, you know, post on their on, on MySpace of all right. places. Oh, you know, I remember that. I remember MySpace. Yes, they would post on MySpace all these photos of, of everybody performing. And you'd go and you find your photos and, you you know, you download yeah. them and – and I was going back through and I was looking for something I, for some promo I was doing. And um, I found this photo and I was like, oh, my God. And I called my friend and I was like, you're an ass. He's like, <laughs> I called him out of the blue. And I'm like, you're an ass. He's like, what did, what did I do? I'm like, you never told me. I'm like, never told you what? I'm like, you never told me I was huge, like huge. And he's like you were just you like it was 
no big deal. I'm like, no, no, no. You should have told me. <laughs> well, what's funny is when we went, uh, my wife and I would go back and look at pictures and stuff. Like, if you go, the funny thing is going back through Instagram. Like, if you go yeah. back through Instagram and you see early pictures of me um, in Memphis or in Aladdin and then swing up to, you know, 2021, it's, I, I, I posted a picture of me in my Jefferson outfit my first year, 2017, and then when I came back for the pandemic. And it's, 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 it's significant. Yeah, it's very significant. And what's every time I would go places, people would go, what? I hate to ask, but what happened? You know, how what happened? And I have no problem. I was like, you know, I think we, we look at diabetes and we or we look at weight loss. And instead of instead of saying we always go, oh, my God, congratulations. Were you trying to do it? You're like, yeah, but not for the reason you think. Yeah, I wasn't. You know, I my, my joke is I have to lose weight for health reasons. But mm -hmm. if I'm going to do it, I might as well try to look good, you yeah. know. But you're not doing it, you know, we're, we're not doing it because we have some sense of um, egotistical moment. We already have our wives. We, yeah. we already got, the girls already came to us. So obviously it was the personality <laughs> and the smile exactly. that did it. Now that we're cute, they, that's just the added bonus for the ladies. They already, they already liked what they had, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, but you know, I look at it as like, you know, like, oh my God, good for you. You're like, no, it's not good for you. It's like, what you're saying? I looked crazy before. It's not that. It's like, I did it so I could still be alive to yeah. listen to you say something stupid like that. So, um, <laughs> <you know. laughs> I, lo I love that backhand. <laughs> a little dig. Yeah, yeah go back. Because sometimes, you know, the, losing weight is the one time where people act like, oh, I can finally tell you. Oh, so glad you're you're yeah. looking you're looking good now. And you want to look at them and you want to go, you know, being ultra skinny ain't the smartest thing either. Yeah. So, you know, and you also you want to go, some of us that were big, were happy. And yeah. some of us that were big were actually OK. You know, I had I had a health scare, so mm -hmm. I had to. But if I hadn't had a health scare, my, my family's been big forever. And they, they stayed till 90s and 80s just eating the worst, horrible things ever. And I don't know how they doing it. But, yeah. you know, I was like, I was totally fine with that. And, and you probably could, but you'd have to trade it. But what's yeah. the trade off? What, what's the, what's the trade I got to stick but myself I, with I, a needle and do, you exactly. know, and I was like, shots. I didn't, like, I, I didn't want to, I didn't, I didn't want to go that route. Also, yeah. I don't like needles. So I was like, okay, I definitely have motivation to not do this. Yeah. So what can I do? So here I am. And I, I take this thing called metformin, which I have to, cause yep. you know, we have to set your thing. Right. But, um, I, I've, I'm enjoying life and, uh, you know, I'm settling into my, you know, 245, 250 style. Cause I was 234 and I was like, Ooh, a little too small. Yeah. And like two, 240, I'm like, yeah, that's how I go hard size. Most yeah. of the brothers look like, you know, football players. I'm like, I'm with that. Yeah, I got I got down to about two. I, I got down to 215 at one point. I'm hovering around 220, 225. Yeah. And I like it. It's a good fighting weight for me. You yeah, know, same here. For, I, for I can me, move, like, I can play baseball. I can do all the stuff yeah. that, you know, with my kids and, and I'm happy, you know. I can, I can still dance. I can still jump and do all the stuff I need to do. I'm like, cool. I'm with it. Sounds Listen, great. I, I mean, like you it. were moving. You were moving great when I saw you. Thank pre you. pre and this is all pre-pandemic that's true that's true so but thank you. i mean thank you, you were up there you're up there jumping now <laughs> so but i will ask like does it change how you how those movements and things impact you yeah i will say that i will say you know there's these moments where i was like oh wow you know my knees and you know there was a lot of weight you know bouncing down the knees mm -hmm. and that helped um i think what i learned after that was that oh now i have the problem is once you start you have to maintain it yeah <laughs> that's that's the issue you're like ah i gotta keep doing this was, well, look i'm at the weight and i can stop you're like no no you can't one of my so, one of my favorite burst corners that you did was the one where you were talking about um i guess you'd hurt your back 
Yes. And oh, he jumped God. up on the table. Stop rapping. <laughs> yeah. And all the and words like, just fell. I just wait, just left my head, you know. Oh man. <laughs> so so you were big you're big Disney. Um oh, like gosh, Disney huge. Marvel, the whole oh, yeah, the yeah. whole shebang. Yeah. Um so and I, I don't know I don't know if I played this game with Nick or not. So taking Hamilton, since that's the that's sure. the you know the the one. If you were to take the MCU, the Marvel Universe, <laughs> you, know, you know where it's going. You know, you know where it's going. <laughs> yes. Take the Marvel Universe. And so before we go there, let me ask you, what did you think about Rogers, the musical? In, you know, or did you see I, it? Like I, thought, I thought it was fantastic. And I've heard that there's, there's actually going to be some people are actually thinking about making the Rogers the musical. Oh, I think one of the fun stories was when I found out that Mark Shaman wrote that music. Uh-huh. I saw him at the opening. There's a show, Billy Crystal had a show on Broadway just last year called Mr. Saturday Night. I went to opening, Mark Shaman was there. Yeah. And I told Mark, I said, I can't believe you wrote that song when I saw you wrote it. <laughs> and he was like, oh my gosh, the NDAs that I had to sign. And I was like, Mark, you have written some of the greatest tunes. He, you know, he wrote, he did a lot of the songs for South Park, Bigger, Longer, Uncut. <laughs> oh, I mean, and you know, and to, you know, that's all, that's Mark Shame. You know, he's the orchestrator for those, for those songs. Yeah. He wrote Hairspray. So we just, not Hairspray, but he did some of the music. But yeah. he just cracked me up about uh, this, this Rogers tune. And I just said, just thank you. Just, just thank you. I said, I, I said, he goes, if I would have known you were such a Marvel fan, I would have called you. I was like, next time they call you, call me. So, yeah. You could have been in it. You could have. Could, could it could have been in it. Could have totally been in it. So if you were going to take the, the, the MCU and yeah. you were going to cast Hamilton. Uh, if I was going to cast Hamilton. I feel like, I feel like immediately the, 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 the Burr Hamilton goes to. The, the, who do you think? Cap and Cap and Iron Man. The funny thing is, for me, you say that, and that you know now that makes perfect sense. Yeah. But for me, the first person I thought of Burr was Loki. Ah. <laughs> I thought of Loki, yeah. but I also thought that the one I I thought that Thor is not Hamilton. No. I thought I thought Hamilton would definitely be uh, um would definitely be Iron Man. I feel I feel so, like I feel like with I feel Civil like Loki, War and kind of yeah the, you're that right whole, you're, you're right that whole that, back it does and forth. work. Yeah, they're but friends, reason, but they're not friends. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, so I can now that you say that, I could definitely see it being, you know, Cap, and um, and the funny thing is, if that's the case, then that means Cap is Cap is uh Burr. Is Burr? Yeah, no, absolutely. Because because Cap, Cap is Burr. Because I can totally would, would, see Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Tony Stark totally, as totally Hamilton. Absolutely. Which would which would make which would legitimately make that means that um. Okay, that and means you can that, split them. So no, because that 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 means Thor would have to be uh, Philip. Will I be Phil? Philip. Um, So he'd have to be his best friend. Uh, That means um, I guess Thor would have to be. I would say Thor is Mulligan. Yeah. Because he's you know he's so so you know thing. Which would which would funnily kind of make um, Hulk. (laughs) No, Hulk is Mulligan. Hulk is Mm. Mulligan. Let's go there. Hulk is Mulligan. I was gonna say. I I was gonna let you go with yours. Hulk is Mulligan. Which yeah. would make Thor? Which would make definitely make Thor uh, Lafayette Jefferson, <laughs> which, which I think works. It does work. It actually it, does work. It actually does work. Because because be the way Thor is, it, like, <laughs> the way Lafayette was with you know kind of like stumbling over his words, not because he yes. not because he wasn't intelligent, but because yeah yeah, yeah. Know, struggling with English. 
but yes. kind of the you know he would say things and and not come out right that definitely fits that thor you know that thor look yes that that totally makes sense that totally 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 makes sense um you know that's that's just funny 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 <laughs> to me now <laughs> I, love it. I love it um so you went so you went on you did um you do also a lot of voice acting as well so yes, you yes, are like all in disney so i know tangled run yes. run me through the list because i don't have uh, as in of, front of me so. as of right now i think it's uh as far as disney's concerned it is tangled um something called alice's wonder uh wonderland uh oh gosh hold up let me actually go <laughs> give me give me a sec i think i i will cheat on my own behalf um i do so many things i don't even know what i'm in that, that, that's <laughs> the sad part <laughs> they're like just read this line we'll just add it <laughs> you know i i go heart your own you know your own your own p i i am db yourself <laughs> what have i done with my life <laughs> what, what have i done? uh who am i uh because I've, I've done a couple and a couple i know i can say and a couple i know i can't say so mm -hmm. i've done tangled i've done tom and jerry um uh what else have i done uh robo rockopolis which is uh there's something called bubble guppies which is um, yep. uh which is uh let's see fire oh, kids man i, I know i, 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 I know I, bubble I, guppies so, I, so bubble guppies <laughs> i did fire i did fire buds i did a wonderful car oh i oh gosh i can't believe i i forgot that i got to do uh vampirina which i oh, loved yeah. i got to do elena of avalar but mm -hmm. i also got to live a dream and do one of the voices for um ducktales yes so the fact that I got to play, you know, Taurus Boba in DuckTales, who was originally voiced by uh, Tim Curry. And the crazy part about that is that I am a huge, huge, huge um, Darkwing Duck fan. Yep. And I have been since I was since it first came out. I mean, I was one of those kids, one of those teenagers who was watching it when it first came out. Yep. I, I, I'm um, right there with you. Yeah. So, you know, but also I do a, do a crazy voice for this thing called Hell of a Boss, which is a cartoon for adults on YouTube. Uh, which is so much fun. And also there's a new cartoon coming out for Disney called, actually, I'm doing a, a one for Disney Junior called Super Kitties. Okay. And I'm also doing another one for just Disney Channel called Kiff. Okay. And the Kiff trailer, I think, is out. I think the Super Kitties trailer is out. I don't know if I'm in those, but. Gotcha. Um, I know my I know my characters in the Kiff trailer in the first thing. I play the dad. Yeah. So, um, but I, I have so much fun doing that. That's one of my favorite things well duck, uh, and ducktales is what i grew up on oh gosh, i mean i remember i remember coming home that that like two o'clock block you yeah. have ducktales darkwing duck tailspin mm -hmm. chippendales yep. rescue rangers yep. like all of it that was, was that like, was my, that, that was it that was my that, life that was the jam and, that, was, that was it right there and and to this day i always laugh at my friends i said you know when you listen to those those uh those songs they they should not they don't need to go as hard as they do for a kid's show oh yeah as a, as a vocalist, I know what it takes to sing like that. And those people, those those singers, are singing as if they are trying to get a Grammy. I mean, they're they're especially on like especially on Ducktales and Chippendale Rescue. They are singing their faces off, and it cracks me up every well, time I listen to it. The Ducktales, um, Jimmy Fallon had, uh, oh, what is his name? The leader from the lead singer from Panic at the Disco. That is hysterical. Now I have had to find him. That. Hey, yeah, there's a video of him doing the Ducktales theme song. And I mean, crushing it. It's because it's, it, it's such a it's such a hype tune. Yeah, absolutely. Like, okay, w there was a blackout. There was a blackout in New York City, 
and we were in the Hamilton Theater, and all of a sudden, I'm on stage talking to somebody, and one of my friends, the guy who plays Mulligan at the time, uh, his name's Wallace Smith, he says, James, James, uh, how's it go? I said, what go, What goes? He was like, uh, ch-ch-ch-chipping there, and I went to, I was like, some crimes, no, sometimes, some crimes go slipping through the tracks, but these two gum shoot, go slipping through the cracks, I know oh, yeah. someone listening to go, that's not the right words, but yeah, I mean, I... Knew that, and the funny thing is, the it, I, once I started singing it, the just imagine the entire <laughs> Hamilton cast singing band in harmony. I mean, it. I wish we could have had a phone somebody record that. It was so instant. It was so much fun. That is, and that's one of my all-time favorite shows. Like, and the yeah, movie, the oh my gosh, ridiculous! I, I said at home, and I said, I told my wife, I said, babe, uh, I'm watching this, and she was like, I knew you were gonna say that. I'm like, I'm, I'm watching it, and it was hilarious and the fact that it had so many callbacks to some I, of my favorites i mean i don't for those i don't want to give any spoilers for those who, who got that whoever but, the lawyers were did their job did their they did their <laughs> job because when they were at the whatever comic con thing they were at yep oh my dc gosh. marvel uh, i mean he, filmation when and, they got to the filmation cartoons that's when that happened, when they walked through the, with those, when they walked past those two characters, I went, oh, "No!" I, oh, I, I was living, living. Oh, they and and the cast that they had, yes, was ridiculous, wonderful. Just, I mean, I that's what I want to get. I mean, not, to, not I am in it, but yeah. to get deeper into it. I mean, I've met some wonderful people. Um, I've got with the Tom and Jerry. Um, uh, I got to do. I got to do a. Um, sorry, with Tom and Jerry, I got to do work with without even seeing him he he saw me at a um at a comic-con he said hey we've worked together and i was like what we we have <laughs> and he was like yeah and i was like wait wait rob so rob paulson who is the voice of yakko yeah. and also and also one of the ninja turtles he was like we worked together and i was like we did he was like yeah i heard your voice you were great uh we did um the tom and jerry back to oz and i was like and i walked to my back wife i was like I worked with Rob Paulson. I worked with Rob. I, I wasn't even there, but I got to. So, oh, don't even get me startled on Animaniacs. I mean, oh, dude, Come don't on. even, bro. I mean, that was my. I, I actually, as a this pat like two weeks ago, I showed my kids. My kids are grown now. My yeah. daughter's twenty six and she's married. Uh, they like really stupid things, and I said I have something stupid for you, and it was. Um, <laughs> Oh, Nishana, oh, Nishana, oh, Nishana, it's this, it's this, Ger they go to Germany okay. and this guy has a terrible name and they take his song and just go absolutely ape shit with it. Yeah. And I played it for them and they, <laughs> my wife looked at me and she goes, I hate you because I know them and they're going to play this song over and over. And sure enough, they do. And I have a song. I finally got to sing a song that I know will irritate my wife to no end. <laughs> On the show Kiff. There's a song that the dad sings about um, taking a trip. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait. That's all I'm going to say. I just, I cannot wait for it to hit the airwaves, uh, you know, later next year. Because I know parents are going to want to shoot me. Nice. And I am going to gladly, gladly take the bullet for their children for how repetitive and crazy this song is going to be. So have your kids are grown. So I don't know that yes. you didn't hit the bluey stage. Like, did you watch it? No, 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 no. We, we were literally, no, we had, unfortunately we had a uh, booba, uh -huh. which, uh, that's horrible. Hate them. Don't know. Why I, I don't know not booba, not, not the boobas. They're, um, the Teletubbies. Oh yeah. Well, so yeah. one of them was named booba or something like that. And I was like, Oh my God, kill me. 
those, uh, but we also, you know, because they were at this certain age, we were able to, you know, show them, you know, the stuff we like. So like yeah. Sesame Street, Looney Tunes, things like that. Um, so they were able to learn in different ways. But yeah, but the Bluey looks cute to me, though. I Oh, it's, you know. it's brilliant. It's absolutely but, brilliant. But also all the kids, you know, the crazy thing is they're all adults. My, my oldest is uh, almost 30 and she has a baby now. She just had a newborn baby, which I'm so happy. Congratulations, Monique. And Congrats. Yeah. Um, they will call me up and say, hey, we watched, um, you know, um, Otis, this Apple TV show called o Rolling with Otis, yeah. where I sing the theme song and I also play, uh, I, I play the farmer. And I was like, your child's not old enough for that. Like, I know, but you said you did it. So we watched it. <laughs> and I got to do, um, I got to, I was just on Blue's Clues this past Halloween. Okay. As, as Jack-O-Lantern. And they called me, we saw you on Blue's Clues. I'm like, your child can't watch this yet. She has no, she has no comprehension of what you're, yeah, but we sat down. I'm like, she's three weeks old. She has, she has, her <laughs> eyes haven't even focused yet. <laughs> yeah. The, my, so my two-year-old is infatuated with Bluey. And yeah. we'll put him to bed. Mm -hmm. and stay up and we'll still be well, yeah, watching blue yeah, like, that's the sad that's the sad part yeah I, I, but, it, but it, i have a i have a couple shows like that too but it's one of those shows that they they thread the adult humor with kids humor so that adults yes. are actually engaged so i obviously i'm trying to find people for podcasts and i'm like i want bluey's dad like Ooh. i want to get him his name's dave mccormick so i do this deep dive onto social media find yeah. out he's actually in like this punk band in australia he's the lead singer of this like punk australian band yeah um uh, uh what is their name custer okay i'm gonna look that up the name is, is custer i think it's c-u-s-t-e-r um custer and like i'm sitting there listening to their music and i'm like this is so crazy and i'm and but like sometimes when you see animated people, you know, like yeah. people that are doing animation, like, okay, well, they're definitely putting on a voice. Um, you know, they're, you know, they sound like them, but not, no, this dude yeah. is legit the same guy. So all I can see is this character singing <laughs> punk, punk rock, Australian, you know, Australian punk rock. And it's amazing. Um, but I'm trying to get, you know, I'm trying to find him and, and get him, get him on the show. I'm like, that would be just stellar. I'm more power to you, man. I, th I think you probably could. I'm so, not worried about it. We're trying. So, are you off TikTok? Like, are you just? I am not. I am not really. I'm. I'm on TikTok. I'm. I'm. I did a couple things while I was in Chicago. Yeah. And I'll probably be going back because um, I'm. I'm making decisions about what social medias and stuff that you want to be on and where you want to be and what you want to promote and blah blah blah. Yeah. But uh, I have a young friend of mine. She. Uh, she's like my little sister, and she's a TikTok like champion. Like she's got millions of followers and she's like, come on, big bro, you got to do it. So <laughs> I did a couple and she's like, no, you did well. You got to keep your momentum. So she's, I think, well, I think once we get to, once we get to the new year, she's going to help me produce some stuff. So gotcha. that's, oh, well, I enjoyed it. It was the, the bow tie. Yes. Uh, words from the bow tie. Words from the bow tie. So I, I enjoyed it. And that's actually, I think that's actually how we connected. Yes, was, exactly. Was yeah. That, so. mm -hmm. yeah. But Hey, so it's, you know, I've had you on here. We've, we've, cut up when we talked but you know love it kind of you know just tell everybody where they can find you um you know as far as their social medias and uh, social media as of right and... now you can find me at um you can find me at um jm eigelhart jm eigelhart on, on instagram and um 
right now that's probably that's probably the best place to find me as far as social media is concerned uh tiktok will probably pick back up around january because once we get to hercules i think i'm gonna start doing some new stuff yeah and um look for me at 54 below or go to 54 below.com uh, or whatever you can see my show december 8th and 9th and hopefully you'll come down if you're in the new jersey area uh come and check out hercules disney's hercules because i tell you it's going to be amazing believe me and, th and this is an all-new show brand new show all just brand new show brand fantastic. new show yeah alan, alan mankin and david zippel have written new songs for the show they've expanded it it's we did it once in the park a couple years ago and it was only uh 90 minutes now it's yeah. it's full two-act show and um trust me it's 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 really fun i feel like disney's pushing in on hercules because you've got so you've got the show that you that you're mm -hmm. doing you've got mm -hmm. the live action movie that's coming out right. yeah. um, because they're live actioning everything <laughs> yeah i know yeah yeah it's eh. a whole different conversation <laughs> and then also uh, you know obviously the end of thor love and thunder hercules was there hercules was there so yeah. hercules is about to make Her hercules he's gonna make some some make some noise he is he is so it's good um, so, James, thank you so much for being on the show. And Wes, my, my pleasure, man. Dude, my pleasure. I've loved this. And if you ever come down to Florida, we're going to get you in the wrestling ring. Most dev, I will let you <laughs> trust. I'll let you know. But I, what's funny is a lot of my friends who, who are in wrestling are in Florida. And they were like, dude, when you come down, you know, you got to do something. So they, <laughs> I've, I've, my, 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 I would love to. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but someday I will be in, in the pro wrestling ring. And I will probably be a heel because that seems my most. I think when people... I think when people come in to that business, if you're not a part of it, you don't need to do anything that'll get you over. You need to get over in a mean way and yeah. like work your way up. Yeah. That's just how I see it, you know, because you're in their world, you know. Well, some of the and... best characters now started off as heels. Yeah. And also, I, I, that whole Andy Kaufman thing of just coming in with the Hollywood thing, you know, I always thought it'd be fun to be like, I'm from New York, okay? <laughs> Broadway. Yeah. You know, smart, smart people, okay? <laughs> Where the business comes from. That's where it is, you know. And that I think I think taking that route would be fun. You know, they said no business like show business. There's no special business. That's that's from, that's from that's from where I come from, people. Yes. Thank you very much. Now you're you about know. to get the business. <laughs> right now you're about to, right and just start start just getting to get your ass whooped and keep stepping. <laughs> I love it. I and I'm like, when he told me I can get in the ring and you know, trust you're gonna have a ball. Take a bump or or, or throw somebody. I'm like, let's go. Let's let, let's <laughs> <laughs> let's go because. I mean, listen, I'm not the biggest guy, but I'm, you know. But you can, you, yeah. I, I can handle myself. You Formidable. Know? Yes, exactly. So it, it, what what I find funny is my wife, my wife always says this, especially on the baseball field and stuff like that, because I still, like, I'm not small. Like, I, you yeah. know, I'm 225 and 5'10". Yeah, so, right. like, I'm, I'm, I'm a little stocky. Yeah. And, um, like, what I'll do is I'll play a game with the kids where I'll send them to first base. I'm like, okay, you got to run the bases. Once you hit first base, I'm coming. Do not let me tag you. Ah, okay. And she's like, y'all don't know. He's faster than he looks. <laughs> My kids found that out too. They keep going, how do you catch us? I'm like, because you, you're assuming I have kids speed. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you're assuming I have I've got parent speed. speed. I got that, that I got arm. That's a that, whole, right. That that's range. a whole different, whole different superpower. Yeah. Sin, Sinbad does a great. Yeah. Oh, I know that bit. <laughs> that, 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 that rub, that mother arm. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. Grabbed him from a block and a half away. Yes. <laughs> Snatch me back from four blocks away. I remember that concert. Gosh, yes. I made the mistake of saying, "Well, he ain't here, is he?" And well, then well, he I ain't turned here, is he? away. <laughs> I should have never turned my back. I, I, should, I just, I should just kept on running. Yeah, oh, well, 
Oh. You know that, well, he ain't here. Now you're going to make me go watch that concert. <laughs> Thanks, Wex. Afros and bell bottoms. I'm doing Afros and bell bottoms. Af- that's the one. That yep. is the one. Oh, gosh, the, yes. oh, I've watched that so many times. Oh, <laughs> that is my, oh, that's my one. Oh, gosh. So, man, we could go on for hours, but for real, man, for real. We thank you. This. Thank you so much Please, my for, pleasure. for coming on the show. We'll have to have you come back. And, Please, uh, you would know, love to. We'll we'll keep in touch. I'll shoot you all the info, you know, for the show and, and, and all that. And I'll stuff, post but... it up and let people know what's happening. Thanks, awesome, man. man. Thank you so much. Of course. All right, everybody, I hope that you enjoyed that episode. I had so much fun talking to James and uh, just, man, kind of getting a behind-the-curtain view of Broadway and some of his stories. Just phenomenal. And the guy is just an amazing human being. You can't, you just, you feel, literally, we, we've been going back and forth on email, but this is the first time we've actually really, like, talked in person. I felt like I've known him for years like we just we hit it off and it was so much fun so i hope that you enjoyed the episode and uh, go check him out on instagram uh follow along on his tiktok he said that he's getting back online in january and getting some more things he does some great content so uh check out check in on him on tiktok you can find him on instagram and uh you know follow along on all the things that he's doing and all the things that he's got going on out there and if you do a little search on imdb like he did on the show which is funny he couldn't even remember everything he's been in because he's been in so many things um you know go do a search about imdb you'll be able to see all the different things that he has been a part of just so many shows and voiceover he's just such a multi-talented guy and hey if if we get this wrestling show thing together bring him down to florida and, and get get him in the wrestling rink it'll be it'll be uh, wrestling ring rink hockey hockey wrestling um but it's it, just a lot of fun so uh, i hope that you enjoyed that, that episode as i said earlier in the show it is you know we're releasing this on on veterans day so once again thank you to all of our veterans who have served and um make sure that you you know thank a veteran if you have someone in your family or if you you know just you know someone thank them for their service uh today is all about those who have served our country and I also alluded to, you know, earlier about the fact that I lost a friend um, to, un- you know, unfortunately by his own hand. Um, if you are struggling, if you are dealing with something, know that there are there is help. You can you can message me. You can you, you may not know me. That's fine. I'm friends with everybody. <laughs> you message me and, 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 you know, you have a group of people, I can assure you, that are there for you. And I, I wish, you know, I wish that those that think that there is no way would, would be able to see after the fact that uh, they had so much help and they had so many people that, that wanted the best for them. So if you are one of those people that feel like, man, there's nothing going on for you and, and, and there's not much point, there's so many people that want to help you. And it's as easy as picking up a phone. You can send a message. You can dial 988. On any phone, via toll-free, 988, dial 988 and send and get you in touch with somebody that can help. So I hope that you are doing well. I hope that you are blessed and having a great time and a, and a great uh, Veterans Day weekend. If you're like me, you went out and did uh, a workout, and I highly recommend it. Chad 1000 is what we did. And uh, in remembrance of, of Chad Wilkinson, who, you know, unfortunately, you know, lost his, lost his battle with uh with ptsd and uh is one of our you know military that we that we thank so much so uh got out there got after it uh did a workout today that uh was definitely painful but uh 
it, it, it's all good. It's all fun. So I'll be posting videos about that later on. But you guys have a great one. Um, some great news with the podcast. We are in full stage of uh, planning some things for Wadapalooza in Miami in January. So we're going to have a Wex Appeal party down in Miami at Wadapalooza. We're setting up all the other podcasts that are going to be going on as well. And uh, we're going to have a great time down there. So if you have not made plans to go to Wadapalooza, you should do so now. If you don't know what it is, just Google it. Um, Wadapalooza. It's, it's uh, the tier. I'm sorry, the tier Wadapalooza. Uh, it's brought to you by tier, uh, the, the sport company. So uh, go check them out. Tier Wadapalooza 2023. We're going to be there January of this year. And uh, going to have a great time down in Miami. And we're going to be hanging out with a whole bunch of really fit people. Some fun athletes, some fun guests, and some fun other podcast hosts as well. So uh, until next time, get on, get on out there. Have a great day. And uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you.